Welcome back to a Dead Letter Podcast, where we delve into the mysterious and unexplained phenomena that have fascinated humans for centuries. In today's episode, we will explore some of the most intriguing and spine-tingling aspects of the paranormal world. From ancient folklore to modern-day sightings, these phenomena have captured the imaginations of people across the globe and continue to spark curiosity and wonder in those who seek to understand the mysteries of the universe. So sit back, relax, and join us as we embark on a journey into the unknown, exploring some of the most fascinating and eerie aspects of the paranormal world. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back to your regular scheduled program. I'm the Immortal, and I'm here to bring you more spooky tales shared by you guys. The first one we got today is a celebrity ghost story from Ace Freely. Founding Kiss guitarist Ace Freely has encountered the paranormal quite a few times in his life. Freely states, while on a celebrity show, that not long after purchasing and moving into his large home in Westchester, New York, he noticed things being moved around from place to place. The house had an eerie feeling to it that everyone felt. He said whatever was in there did not want them there and had gone to the extent of pushing his daughter down the stairs and his new wife at the time. The new wife had also said to have picked up the eeriness of the house. Freely went to a psychic who told him the house was previously inhabited by an abusive mother who'd murdered her own children in the home. Our second celebrity ghost story comes from Sir Elton John. John had checked into a particular bedroom hotel that was a covenant in its earlier life. He got quite a spook during that stay. In a 2019 Q&A with the Irish Times, John talks about his paranormal encounter at the Belgium Hotel. The legend states that he did not see a ghost, but he experienced something else. He was going to bed that night during his stay at the hotel when he felt something pressing down on his chest. He said he was too terrified to move. John went on later to state that he hasn't experienced anything since, but his partner, David Furnish, had a paranormal encounter himself with an entity at their Woodside property in Windsor. John states... David saw her, though. It was a Victorian lady, he said. She sat on the bed and asked him if he could stop the noise outside. There were deer riding in the park. This next one, though, coming from uh, WWE wrestler Dolph Ziggler. It's pretty creepy. So this happened to WWE wrestler Dolph Ziggler. Dolph states that when he was younger, he lived in a house where he saw something strange. He said in his room, more specifically in his closet, something evil and dark hid. Dolph states when he was four years old, he would have a recurring nightmare where his closet door would burst open. Inside, a demon stood with red fiery eyes, all black, surrounded by flames. Dolph told his parents about it, which, hand, which they in turn handed him a baseball bat and a crucifix to hang on the closet. The solution actually worked. For a couple months, Dolph no longer suffered from the frightening nightmares. One day, he decided he no longer needed to hang the crucifix on the closet and placed it on his dresser. That night, the demon returned. But this time, it entered his room and went through his belongings. When he awoke from the dream, he found the closet door open, his dresser drawers and cabinets open, and the crucifix in the middle of the room. That was the last time he slept in that room. All right, time to get into our listener submissions. My parents bought a super old house. I think the house was close to 150 years old, if not more. It had light renovations throughout its life, 
but no one ever stayed in it past a couple years. The house had an eerie vibe to it. My parents weren't skeptics, but they weren't afraid of anything paranormal. During the 16 years of living there, the inhabitants started to make themselves known. My toys would go missing at times and appear somewhere else in the house entirely. My mother would state that she would sometimes hear me crying and rush to my room only to find me sound asleep. I remember back in January when I was about 12, I had just walked down the stairs and was heading to the kitchen when I heard someone run up the stairs behind me. I looked back and all I saw was a shadowy blur going up the stairs. At this point, living in this house so long, I didn't scare easy. So I followed up the stairs and upon reaching the landing, I saw a slim white face peeking out from one of the last rooms in the hallway. I ran to the room and found it empty. Lastly, I used to share my room with my sister and we used to stay up late at night just talking. One night while we were talking, I noticed an elderly woman peeking her face from behind my sister. I jumped up to turn the lights on and it was gone. I told her about what I saw, and she told me that at times when she's alone, she sees the apparition of a woman walking down the hallway towards the stairs, that she gets up to see if it's mom, but finds no one in the hallway. Ooh, creepy. All right. This is another one coming in from A. She goes, hi, immortal. When I was younger, me and my partner bought a large old property. It appeared to be a large house divided into a couple of units. From the moment we moved in, we had activity. The lights would flicker, which we thought was an electrical issue, so we would constantly hire electricians to come to the home, only for the issue to return a couple days later. The doors to our rooms, units, and cabinets would open and slam, shut on their own. Again, we thought it was because of a really old house. I think it was close to 200, maybe 250 years old. I'm not sure, but it was pretty old. So we would constantly have repairmen fixing things, but the, acti the activity would persist. We soon started seeing shadows in the house. The encounter that shook my partner and led us to selling the house happened one night when my partner was coming from an overnight shift. My partner would sleep in the basement as it was converted to separate rooms. He came up one day and was like, fuck it, we gotta move. I asked him what happened and he said he was asleep and that he dreamed he was being choked out by a large shadowy man. When he woke up, he had the rope Wrapped around his neck, choking him. We sold that home ASAP. That was wild. It kind of reminds me of that uh, encounter one of my uncles or godfathers had in in their house, where I think they had like this. He saw this like red figurine man or something that was choking him, and then he like woke up and bam, that motherfucker was right in front of him. And this next encounter comes in from L. I started having strange things happen in my house when I brought home my firstborn. When he became old enough to talk. We would sometimes find him talking with someone or something. Obviously, it was nothing we could make out as he was still very young. He would still talk to something invisible even after he started speaking properly. It would be bedtime, and an hour into sleep, we would be awake because we would hear him talking to someone. One day, I decided to ask him who he was talking to so much and responded with Rob. He said that Rob was his brother, or supposed to be his brother, but something happened. He was just here to say hi, hi to mom who was me. I asked him to describe Rob and he described him as a kid two years older than him, but looked a lot like dad. I had a miscarriage about 2.5 years ago. It was going to be a boy, but he didn't make it. See, that's that weird shit, you know, that 
probably freaky. Like, I had, well, not had, but I think I experienced, well, I guess I didn't experience either, but this happened to my brother-in-law and my sister with their firstborn, I guess. Uh, they would either see one of my uncles or, like, maybe my brother-in-law's dad who passed away before he could travel to the States to see the kid. Um, but he, he would see him at night. And in the beginning, I guess it would probably scare him. Uh, but then afterwards, I think he got used to it. And he finally said, I guess he was seen. But it was it was pretty weird. But again, it's like one of those things with kids, man. Those imaginary friends or whatever the fuck they are. No mamas. I work as a facilities trainer in one of the big shopping centers in DTLA. That's downtown LA for some of you guys. I get to the classroom early to work on things that I'm going to go over that day. I leave the door open for the new hires so they can enter while I was working on materials. From the corner of my eye, I saw a figure of a woman enter the room and walk towards me. I didn't pay too much attention as I assumed she was just going to sit up front. When I noticed she wasn't sitting down, I turned to face her. She walked right by me like she didn't even notice me. She didn't look blurry or translucent, so what happened next really scared me. The woman continued to walk towards me and into the giant window in the room. She just went through it. I lost it and ran out of that room. I spoke with the other trainers of the building about my encounter, and they all began to chuckle and said that everyone that uses that room sees the lady at least once. No, but está cabrón, Está cabrón esa madre. Coming up to the last story of the episode. This one comes from a chochil. Chochil? I don't know. It starts with an X. Let's call her Xavier then. <laughs> All right, this one starts with, Hi, Immortal. I was born with what my people call a don. A don can be considered like a special ability. My ability was I was able to see, hear, and talk to spirits. I discovered I could see things others couldn't at a young age. You can imagine how frightening that must have been for a 10-year-old seeing shadow figures, translucent apparitions, and even horned figures. I, now at 28, I am more in tune with my abilities. But let me share with you guys an encounter I had in my late teens. When I was about 19, I started to experience sleep paralysis. I had never had that before, so it was a bit strange for it to start. I don't suffer from sleep paralysis anymore, but what I think contributed to it might have been my paranormal encounters and stress, which is why I think se me había subido el muerto or the old hag syndrome for the English listeners. Back to the encounter. So I woke one night paralyzed and full of fear because this had never happened to me. I'm laying in bed trying to move and I can't. I'm trying to call my parents and I can't. I try to keep calm and tell myself it will pass. This will pass. It's a dream. When I noticed a large shadowy figure with a hat in the corner of the room. His eyes were glowing red and he was staring at me. I start to cry. And I begin to pray, but nothing. The figure is still there. In the morning, I tell my mother what I saw and assures me that it was my imagination. Oh, damn, so she kind of blows you off. Kind of hate when that happens. Uh, one day, because of the sleepless nights, I decided to take a nap during the day. I ended up having a bad dream involving a, the gruesome death of a loved one. So I woke up and I was paralyzed again. In the corner of the room was a shadowy figure. I was able to get a couple of cries out. They were loud enough that my mother heard them and came running in. My mother saw the figure and saw how upon reaching me, she looked at the corner where it was and yelled at it to leave. 
my mom was able to pull me out of the room and apologize for not believing in me. I had another similar encounter where my oldest brother saw the entity as well. I reached out to other people like myself who were more experienced and they guided me on how to get rid of it. They had told me that it was a malevolent entity and was most likely either trying to create chaos in my life or enter my body. And there you go. That's some possession right there. I think I forgot. So I think it might have been like some other podcast where I was hearing that they think either that shadowy figure with the hat or appears to be a hat is either some kind of demon or some, some kind of evil shit that just try to come to you and trying to disrupt the peace in your life. But we'll leave that for another episode. And uh, that's it for today's episode of A Dead Letter. If you have a paranormal story to share, we'd love to hear from you. You can reach out to me through the Instagram page, A underscore dead underscore letter underscore podcast. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Until next time, keep your mind open and sleep with one eye open.